rocking around the <laughs> Christmas tree. Happy <laughs> holiday. It's the holiday show. I know. Woo! I, I thought we were doing Oh Come All You Faithful. Oh, let's do that one. Okay. Oh, come all ye faithful and come into my den. We'll play some part cheesy and I'll give you cheese. Nailed it. Yes. Woo. That's my favorite. Man, that brings me back to being a young kid. Drinking nog by the fire with grandpa. You know it. You know it. Yep. Hey, this is fumbling around. I'm Andy. I'm Matt. And this is fumbling around. We'll get there eventually. We're still new to this. Yeah, hey, it's a holiday show. You know, yeah. anything goes. Yeah. Um, as you can tell, um, our watching audience, it's just me and Andy today. Yeah. No guest. Yeah, that's right. We it's... just have our live studio audience, Robert. Yeah. He's, he's still watching. clapping. That's right. Um, still not allowed to talk into the mic. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> Even if we don't have a guest. Ever. More than ever, <laughs> yes. not allowed to talk. What's your Christmas tradition, Matt? Christmas tradition? Yeah. Oh, what are you man. going? You got like a like a Christmas ham, some stocking stuffers. You know, uh, food wise, Christmas Day. Uh, my dad. Now it used to make my grandma. R.I.P. God rest her soul. Um, she used to make this like sausage, Ooh. Christmas sausage. All right, so good. It's like a Polish sausage. Um, not like kielbasa. It's this other kind of sausage, but. I believe it's Polish because we get it at a Polish market. All right. Um, and it's so tasty. Yeah. That's that intestine. Yeah. The real intestine oh, instead of that fake yeah. casing get that they bite. use. Oscar Mayer Got to get that bite. Got to get that snap. Hey, you got to get that bite. <laughs> you know what I mean? snap in your If sausage. it doesn't snap, if your sausage doesn't then snap. Then take it back. That's what back. I always <laughs> say. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Christmas tradition. Yeah. If it don't snap, take it back. Yeah. Just throw it on the counter. Hey, <laughs> that sausage don't snap. So food-wise, that's what I got going right. on. What about you, Andy? Uh, we have a Christmas breakfast. Okay, okay. All the fam comes over. And then um, on Christmas Eve, we have prime rib at my grandma's house. Mm. That's great. And then we have like a dinner, like a ham and turkey dinner at uh, Christmas night. Okay. Yeah. Prime rib. That's the second time prime rib has been brought up. Also, in the context of... Sausage, I think. I think when Maggie was on the pod, I brought up how I wasn't a steak guy. I was a sausage guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't remember. Hey. Uh, it was also about the uh, prime rib chips from oh, 7-Eleven. Yeah. That's which right. I bought. After we talked about it, they were not the ones that tasted like A1 sauce, Andy Reid. What did they taste like? Kind of like prime rib. It was gross. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I, uh, I had some gum recently okay that um tastes like red velvet cupcakes and it was horrible yep i, I had like, the same gum i hated it yep. I, it made me so uncomfortable because it tasted exactly like a cupcake but you're chewing gum i felt like violet from willy wonka and i didn't want any part of it yep that sounds about right it oh. shouldn't it shouldn't taste that much like a cupcake <laughs> if it's gum it freaked me out <laughs> was, oh my god i wish i could remember i got some other kind oh I got, damn it, I got some other kind of chips from, oh, they were olive oil chips. Ooh. Here's the thing, is that it was disappointing how much they tasted like <laughs> olive oil. 
Because I thought it was more like it was like reduced fat. Like olive oil is yeah. better for you than like they vegetable were just oil. Olive, olive oil <laughs> yeah, so flavored shit. It's like, oh yeah, I'll try those. But yeah, I was just like, these really taste like the olive weird, oil. The weird chip flavor thing has really taken a, a uh, explosion in the it's, last couple of years. It really has. We took a family trip to Toronto when I was probably in like sixth or seventh grade, and so all my cousins are younger than me. And we stopped at this gas station on our way to Toronto, and this was back, back in the day, kids. You could only get the the classics, regular, barbecue, salt and vinny. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And All, we half the flavors were just different cuts yeah. of chip. Also, yeah, wrinkle, like, yeah. wrinkle's not a flavor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we stopped at this gas Canadian gas station, and they had like ketchup chips and pickle chips and uh, roasted garlic chips Ooh, and um, yeah, like um, ch- uh, chicken dinner chips, chicken dinner, yeah, and um, sausage and uh, gravy chips, Ugh. poutine, and they, we were freaking out as children, and we're um, we had just taken a, a Disney cruise together like six months before this, and we were on our way to go see Lion King in Toronto. And my five or six year old cousin was looking at these bags of chips that she'd never gotten to try before on her the way back to the car. And she goes, that gas station was the greatest place I've ever been. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, man. God bless God America. bless. Oh, wait. That was Canada? That was Canada. Oh, Canada. Canada. Not a Christmas song. We shouldn't sing My it on this home episode. and native land. True patriot love for all the sons' demands. 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 I don't... Yeah. That's... I'm a little proud of myself for knowing that. Yeah. Many lyrics. It's a good one. It's... Yeah. The, the Canadian National Anthem it's is a good uh, one. It's got less chutzpah than ours, you know? You think so? Ours has got a lot of oomph. Like, fuck you. We're like, we're doing it. I guess. I don't explosions know. and other have you stuff. ever seen? Have you ever seen the crowd? I believe it's the Maple Leaf crowd, uh, where the guy will start singing and eventually just stop, and just the crowd will finish the Canadian national anthem. Nice. It's pretty dope. I like. I like. Um, it's my favorite thing about European soccer is how much they're how involved their chants are. Mm-hmm, like they sing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who I think it's Manchester. I can't remember who it is, but they sing that song from the musical Carousel from like the 40s or 50s. You'll never walk alone. Liverpool, they're a football club steeped in history of spine tingling glory and at times truly heartbreaking tragedy. But when you are part of Liverpool Football Club, you'll never walk alone. at Michigan when they do it, it's starting to grow a little bit in the last like five years. Uh, when they get to the part where the, the word hail comes up, everybody pumps a little fist. For oh, the hail. Okay. 
because it's like in the, in the in the fight song or whatever, you know. Yeah. You know, like a hail to the victors. Yeah. Hey, you got your three hours of uh, <laughs> I know, I U of M talking you know, last. I can't talk about sports. Without, <laughs> like all of my sports knowledge Just is keeps coming is, back to is, that. Yeah, is fed through. It's like if my sports knowledge was a lump of Play-Doh, I would have to <laughs> like feed it through one of those um, tubes that make a star. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> I know the, the item you're the talking star, about, but I don't know what you're talking star, about. The star, tube, the star tube is my Michigan fandom, and I have to feed all my sports knowledge through that, through that star tube. Of Michigan through that fandom. perspective. Yeah. That paradigm. <laughs> yeah. If you will. Do you know paradigm is a word that for so long... I just... You thought it was paradigm? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't this is what I was it. going to reveal I right now. Print. <laughs> no, uh, I just, for the longest time, I could not, I could not ever use it in a sentence. For whatever reason, I just struggled with being able to use it. Now I, I can, I just yeah. understand it, but it was like paradigm. I don't understand what this means. Like and then one, one of day I do things that ref- refracts light. Is that yeah. what we got? Yeah. No, you're thinking of a <laughs> pragadine. <Prism. laughs> a prison. A prison. A <laughs> prison. Uh, Andy. It's always fun to learn new words. Do you know what America's favorite segment is? Yeah. What we're going to play is 2016. NHL, NHL, Detroit Red Wings, playoff watch. Welcome to my den. So, Andy, the last time we met, it was no bueno. No bueno for the last two or three times, right? Yeah, I think at least two times. Yeah. No bueno. Well, Andy, you would be interested in knowing that of course the whole point of the segment the detroit red wings have been in the playoffs for the last 25 seasons long enough where i don't remember a time when the red wings weren't no one of my first red wing memories really is them losing in the first round of the playoffs when they should have not that's one of my earliest memories so i do not remember them being bad yeah this year, Andy, right go. now, they are 14, 15, and 4. It is no bueno. Oh, it is no bueno. They have a losing record? Yes. Oh, no. I'll call up my boy, Justin. We've yeah. talked about him. I went to high school with a Red Wing. Oh, Justin yeah, yeah. I'll, call, I'll just call up Justin. <laughs> yeah, call him up. Like, dude, what's going on? Yeah. I we get him on the podcast. Yesterday... So yesterday I DVR'd the game. I watched the first period, and then at some point during the second period, um, they're playing Tampa, I believe, and they Tampa went up two nothing. So I just started fast forwarding, and I was like, I just have a bad feeling about this game, and just like in fast motion, watched the score just go up to four nothing. Oh, no. Then the Red Wings ended up losing by four to one. And a few weeks ago, or last week, I DVR'd a game, and no shit. I like fast forwarded to where I thought the game, like till the game started. I went 15 seconds into the first period. And at (laughs) some point, like I walked out of the living room. I was like, okay, I started playing it, walked out, came back in and noticed it was already, they were already down one, nothing 15 seconds in. So I was like, oh man, they're not playing good. It kind of sucks. They're not so good on the offense side either, right? Their offense is... Their offense is not their real problem. Okay. Their defense is. Ooh, they are. Th- is not that their offense. It's Jimmy Howard, who's having an excellent year. Actually, he's just getting too much work. 
Yeah, well, yesterday they showed it, actually, and he, Mrazek is his playing most. He actually, and Howard got hurt yesterday, but Howard's, um, like, oh, man, the, the Red Wings are scoring, like, on average 1.29 goals a game when Howard's in that, and he's only giving up, like, less than two. Mm. He's having a great season, but they're not scoring yeah. when he's in that. It's like uh, the run differential or whatever, yeah. or goal differential. Um, and Mrazek is playing fine. He's not playing bad. It's just their defense is no bueno. Their their offense is not like rolling or anything like mm-hmm. that. They're f- it's okay. And if we remember, Limp Biscuit said you have to keep rolling. Come on, you have to keep. Yeah, rolling. you gotta keep rolling, rolling, rolling. rolling Come rolling. on, you have to keep rolling, 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 rolling. I don't rolling. know how many life lessons I learned from Limp Biscuit. Too many. Too many. Too many to count. Yeah, if you leave, if you're the first one to complain, you're going to leave with a blood stain. Yeah. For sure. Do it all for the nookie. You, when that's when that break, give me something to break song was like, <laughs> like, give me something to break. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I was probably in middle school when that came out. And they, in that line, first one to complain leaves with a blood stain. They bleeped out the word blood on the radio. Ew. So I know. Just... So when, when you think about, like, when in my pubescent mind and you hear first one to complain leaves with the stain, you're like, what stain? Did, like, did he fuck him to death? Did he shit well, him did his he, pants did to he death? Shit him? <laughs> like, what, like, what stain could it possibly be? <laughs> oh, man. And it was just blood. He shit my pants to death. He shit my pants to death. <laughs> um, uh, so poor Red Wings. Yeah. Can I just... Uh, <laughs> shitting pants thing reminded <laughs> me of a joke. All right, let's <laughs> hear it. I tell a joke I, I can love... always cut it out? Uh, no, don't cut it out. <laughs> I uh, did not make this up or anything, but it was one of my favorite jokes I've ever This heard. is from a Laffy Taffy, right? Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> so there's a guy in the bar. He's drunk. And he throws up on himself, and he's really mad um, because so his, mad. his wife's gonna know that he was at the bar and drinking, or whatever. And the bartender says, "Here, look, this is all you gotta do." He's like, "Put a ten dollar bill in your front pocket, and when you get home, your wife says she's gonna think you were drunk, and you say, no, 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 this was a guy next to me. He threw up on me, but he gave me ten dollars to get my shirt cleaned, or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, "That's a perfect idea." It has a couple of more. So he gets home and his wife's like, what the hell? You were drinking. You threw up on yourself again. He's like, no, 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 no. Look, he's like, a guy next to me threw up on me. He gave me $10 to get my shirt clean. She's like, you have a 20. And he says, yeah, well, he also shit my pants. (laughs) 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 That's a great joke. I love that joke. He also shit my pants. My pants. That's a great joke. Yeah, so I don't know why. I don't even remember where I heard that first, but I just love Please that joke. Please contact us if you were the one that told Matt yeah. that joke. <laughs> we uh, we have a, a prize to give you. Yeah. It would be fun if we got popular enough to have like segments where we could give prizes to people. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I want to. There's a so lot spread of- the word so maybe you can win prizes. Yeah. We need like an email address, I think. Yeah. Yeah, a new don't send. We promise to never send you a newsletter. Yeah, we do own fumblingaround.com. Yeah, through Squarespace. I wonder, I bet you that there's probably a yeah, free. I, I probably get an email address from it, probably. But yeah, we uh, I mean, we, we own that domain, 
and I think the for the listeners, if you enjoy us, eventually we're gonna start to like write stuff and make that maybe a little community, like yeah. a message board type thing where we can fuck around and like we can write stuff and then you can interact with us and things. Yeah, fumbling around is gonna be an empire. I think so. On like, it's gonna be ESPN, Yahoo Sports, fumbling around, mm-hmm. uh, and then the Ringer. Yeah. And the ringer. <laughs> hey, you know what? If you want to go like, if you want to dive deep into nothing, go to the Ringer. I shouldn't. Um, whatever. The Ringer has. If I any, haven't. Well, I honestly haven't read that much of it because there's a lot of Grantland. People that moved over, and yeah. I loved Grantland. I, I read so much Grantland. See, I, then I think you would, then you would love The Ringer. It's yeah. really, it's just it's just yeah Grantland with a different but, name. Um, my a couple of my favorite writers didn't didn't move over, and my absolute favorite did not, uh, which is Zach Lowe. He's an NBA writer. Yeah. He's my he's just the the greatest. Yeah, um, NBA writer. Anyways, Matt Hinton was a college football writer for the Grantland. That didn't move over. I'm looking at some headlines. Let Jennifer Lawrence live. I don't care. Hey, that new movie she's in, Passengers, is getting railed, huh? I they poor ratings. It must suck because everywhere you look, people are talking about how much it sucks. Well, not even that, but everywhere you look before that, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt were on doing some kind of press. Like mm-hmm. they were, they were on like joking around. There's like headlines of like. All kinds of stuff. I saw that and I was like, oh, that movie must suck because <laughs> they are spending a lot of They're time. They're not talking about the movie. They're like, hey, look at these. Like, yes. come watch these two cute people probably fall in love. Right. Exactly. In space. In space. Uh. Oh, I'll probably see it anyways. Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. I oh, wish well, you would Stop look at me. <laughs> <laughs> We only have so much Christmas knowledge here, guys. So tweet at us what you like better. Tweet I wish us. you would stop looking at me or I wish you would stop growing. <laughs> <laughs> I Although the idea of a Christmas tree looking at me is pretty scary. I do. Oh, yeah. No. that's I don't like it. Can you imagine? What's the best Christmas gift you ever got, Matt? Oh, man. Best Christmas gift? Yeah. Good God. Can we come back to me? Okay. Can everybody else go first? All right, Robert. Shut no, out. Sorry, no, sorry, no, sorry. No. Also, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? What? Huh? No, oh, I was like, I was told to shut up, and then I thought, never mind. <laughs> wrong holiday. Uh, wait. <laughs> uh, best Christmas, best Christmas gift. Man. Um, there was in I think when I was in seventh seventh grade, all I wanted was a snowboard. Like I had one of those. Like really cheap, like plastic ones that you got from Meyer or Target, and I would use it on the dunes by my house. And I loved it, uh, and all I wanted was like a snowboard. And my parents had me so convinced, like those are really expensive, and it was just not in the cards. I'm like, mm-hmm. they had it, they mm-hmm. they nailed it. I was like, I fully expected, like I know that I want this. It's just too much. And I uh, woke up that morning, and it was obvious what my present like. You can't, you can't hide the right. shape of a, of a of a snowboard. It was, it was a great morning. Nice, yeah, man. I best Christmas present. I mean, I did get a drum set for Christmas, Ooh. but it wasn't a surprise. Mm-hmm. But it was awesome, and not cheap. 
I remember one morning I came out and I got a land before time dinosaur, the little foot. Nice. Little foot. Yeah. Like yeah. an actual dinosaur, Andy. What what? Still alive actually in my parents' house. What? It has it is broken them. They ha- they that's, are bank they've yeah. bank they're bankrupt several that's, times. It's a huge burden. It's and it's giant. Yeah. It is eaten all the plants in there. And they then can't more, more so, like Yeah. Their backyard is just constantly yeah. torn up. Like they can't, they can't keep grass or anything back there because there's a dinosaur that lives there. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know what to do. I don't know if the Earth has has the stability to to house a dinosaur. It anymore. doesn't. They say that back then there was so much more oxygen in the atmosphere that yeah. plants were like three times the size they are. Now. Yeah, and also, um, I, I think my parents always imagined that I would eventually take, take it to it, my house. And you said no way. I don't, I don't really want it. Yeah. Like, I'm not home that much. Yeah. I feel like, come on, you know? I, I was a kid when I wanted it. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know that it was going to be like a lifelong you didn't, uh, commitment. You, yeah. As a six-year-old, you don't understand the responsibility of yeah. raising Do you know how long dinosaur. dinosaurs on average live? Tell me. Hundreds of years. Hundreds you were going to say. I was going to say correct. hundreds of years. Yeah. Um, so I don't even know. I don't know what to do. I. That's like getting a parrot. Like, why yeah. would you ever get a, an animal that is gonna outlive you? It, I can't. There's no point. You know, I'm 29. I can't have a parrot because he's gonna live to 80. Yeah. And that would mean that I would be 109. I'm not gonna live that long. I don't want to plan on it. No. I'm not gonna plan on it. No. That's my big fear: is dying alone in an apartment and then <laughs> that's having, a big fear and then having whatever animals are my pets like eat, eat at my you. body oh my god yeah, yeah. speak okay that reminded me of so we're just real quick it's not like your fears <laughs> that you're gonna die alone it's just that you're that... literally when you die there will no there won't be anybody there in the to stop with the you. dogs from right. eating my feet. gotcha yeah that reminds me of my favorite newspaper story that i've ever read and it makes me so proud to say that it comes from the Muskegon Chronicle. Okay. It was this guy. It was this is probably like five or six years ago. This guy um, got home from a happy hour with his buds, had a few too many uh, margaritas, and passed out on his bed. His wife was a nurse, and she's like, she had, she's like, he, you know, he gets drunk pretty often. We'll just let him sleep it off. Guy wakes up to his dog gnawing his big toe off. <laughs> yes, yeah. So they take they take him to the hospital. Like his toe is like off. The dog oh. ate it off, but he did not know that he had diabetes and his feet were dying. So there's all these quotes oh. in the article. There's, yeah, there's all these. This guy's like. My my dog saved my life. I would have never, I would have never, like, I, I, I just, it's so crazy. Like, this dog eating my foot off saved my life. Hey, man, man's best friend. <laughs> man's best friend. He knew that that foot needed to come off and he saved him. <laughs> oh, man, I love that. <laughs> I got one for you, Andy. Yeah. Silent night, holy night, wonders come and a toast here my friend Mandy and I'm Andy. <laughs> We're fumbling around on 
Christmas Eve. Oh, we like to watch sports. Oh, we like to watch sports. I am so proud of us right now. That was unrehearsed. That was. I think everybody needs to know that was off the dump. There's no way they would have guessed that. No. That's true. It um, sounded so professional. It did. It was really good. I feel like we harmonized the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. Also, it's not even Christmas Eve. So, Wait, so how just, did we know that boom, that's mind meld. Mind meld. One mind. I mean, we've been that's why we've been practicing this podcast. Yeah. That's they why don't know. The listening audience doesn't know. We recorded we've, like we've made references to the unreleased true. episodes that they won't um but that's not a bit. No. It's for real. They and it's not a bit that they won't hear them until the criterion yeah. <laughs> collection of until the, we're, the episodes. Until come. we're the most popular podcast <laughs> yeah. ever invented. <laughs> I do have some uh so here's a quick sports thing, Andy. Yeah. I think that short shorts in the NBA are Starting to make a bit of a comeback. Dude, yeah, it's in the in college too. There's uh, DJ Wilson on Michigan. Is, oh, okay. He, he's like big time short. Big time short. Yeah, like uh, uh, there's this guy Ubre. That was the first guy. Actually, Stanley Johnson for the Pistons. Yeah, they're not short shorts, but his shorts are definitely much shorter than most people's. Yeah, his are above the knee, which I think I'll tell you this right now. If I was a professional basketball player. Like that, if I was just like a chiseled Greek god, I would be wearing some short shorts. You better believe it. Like, this is DJ Wilson. Those are he's uh, he's fully committed to the short shorts. Those are well oh, above the knees. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's like for 80s. Sure. Yeah, I think it's I it's a better look. I think. <laughs> yeah, let's let's show them off. You know, yeah. they work hard on their bodies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, if you got it flaunt it for sure that's, that's why i, I like even baggy clothes like if i'm in the nba if i if i am working eight hours a day on my body i am like painting on my shirts i'll yeah. tell you that right now i'm yeah. not i would never wear a layer well i would never layer you know where the baggy shorts started michigan yeah who do we have to thank for that but it was like we a rebellion have. now it's the other who way around have? who do we have to thank we have chris weber we have juan howard we have Jimmy Jackson. Did you say Juan Howard? Juan, like he was French? Juan <laughs> Howard. Juan Howard. Um, we got uh, Ray Jackson and... Oh, boy. Why can't I remember? Help. Jalen Rose. Jalen, why can't... Oh, my God. I, I can't believe I forgot Jalen. Come on, bro. I got Jimmy King and Ray Jackson and Second I missed Jalen. Second best Jaylen. player. Yeah. But, yeah, the it's, short shorts. I think they're making a comeback. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not surprising. I'm actually surprised it took this long. Is it? Do you think it's a, a fashion thing, or do you think it's a functionality thing? I will say, personally, for me, I would say it's both, because I, when I play basketball, I would not wear shorts that went below the knee. For me, that's a pain. Also, like the jersey tees that the NBA like, there's oh, NBA jerseys that I hate uh, look like. I know, like LeBron James cuts cuts them. Yeah, because I look at it like, yeah, it's very constricted. Because they're like really tight on their arms. That yeah, can't, yeah, it has to. Yeah, but yeah, I don't like shorts that are below my knees. I love um, uniform discussions because generally the like sports fans 
aren't the most fashion forward people in the world. Right. We can all agree on that, I think. A lot of sweatpants yeah. and backwards hats being worn. But when it comes to uh, the tiniest alterations in uniforms or, God forbid, like a throwback or something, everybody is like Dolce and or Gabbana. <laughs> <laughs> like they have all these opinions like... Uh, I, I just think it's really funny to watch like 40 year old guys talk about the shade of brown and the right. new Cleveland. Or, yeah, I love it too. <laughs> like when you have the old people who are making fun of, like in basketball, I feel like basketball more than any other sport. Basketball and soccer, like European soccer, I feel like are the most, the most like trendiest athletes oh yeah like the nba players and like you'll see you'll hear people make and, fun of the way like you also Russell put, westbrook is dressed and yeah. it's just like he's yeah like he i don't get good. it yeah but he's <laughs> like a fashion icon yeah. for people of don't his forget generation about Cam newton though you have to put him in there with the, all he? those guys you've never seen him he kind of dresses sometimes like a batman villain really oh it's great interesting yeah but yeah so yeah, old people making fun of young people is always weird. I hope, like, I'm approaching the age right. I'm already not understanding things that are happening. I just hope I don't, like, I don't result. get dabbing, but I do it to make it myself look <laughs> yeah, cool. I, like I don't want to look like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are, uh, there are um, you know, people at work that are younger than me, mm-hmm. and they say things like, they call things crispy Okay. And I just have to pick up on context clues that crispy means like good. Yeah. Like I've never heard somebody be like, oh, you know, that I, I like your outfit. That's crispy. That's crispy as fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure. Are you making are fun you, of me? Yeah. I, okay. I'm pretty sure that means good. Because he's not like, you fucked up. Like, what are you, crispy or something? Like I can figure it out through the context clues. <laughs> context clues. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Andy. Yeah. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Snowden's gonna come tonight. This one's rough. Although it's been said times, many ways. Merry Christmas to you. Okay. This is the worst one so far. Cut that one out. Cut that one out. <laughs> oh man, what else do I got? I got some of them. You got one? Sure. Oh, all right. So this is uh, kind of this could be big because uh, I think it's something that's going to continue. But some of the biggest stars in college football are opting not to play in their bowl games. Uh, that's what. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's not what I read. That's what you were telling me. And yeah. That is. I think that really is. <laughs> That really could so, be impactful. Um, Christian McCaffrey finished second in the Heisman voting last season. He didn't have as good of a year this year. And Ledit Fournette is widely considered the best running back in the country. He was he had a lot of um, uh, uh, injury problems this year. He missed, I think, a handful of games or whatever. Both of their teams did not live up to expectations. Both of them are in kind of mediocre bowl games. And they both said, see ya. That's... Good for them, I think. I guess. This is, there's so little power that college kids have in the structure of college football that I think watching some of them try to figure out ways to exercise some of the little power they have is good. I think it'll make changes need to happen in the future. Because they don't 
these two guys are in position to make millions of dollars. You know, you don't talk shit about Tom Brady for not going to the Pro Bowl. You know, yeah. it's the same because it, it, at this point with the way the play, the playoff has taken over, you have the playoff, you have the New Year's six. So there are some like high stakes bowls that people are paying attention to. The Meineke car, car care bowl doesn't mean anything anymore. You know, maybe at, at one point it did. I still watch them. I enjoy watching them. I will watch LSU play even without Leonard Fournette. But um, I, it could, uh, I don't know. I understand that perspective, but I still think that it opens up. So, like, why not? Why if you're if you're if you're that caliber of, caliber of a player, and the season goes wrong, and you guys are three and six at some point, should you just wrap it up then? Should you just hang um, up the cleats? Like, why not? Huh. Well, I think. Um, that's a good question. I don't know. Well, I mean. Uh, so you, what you have, like, I think that would affect your draft stock. If you were in the middle, if in the middle of the season, you made it be known that you were done playing, you were going to prepare for the draft. That would, I think that would affect. Would it though? I think so. I think so. No, I think a team still, maybe here's the other thing is that I feel like this is, this could be its own eight hour conversation, but I'm only half on board of the idea that like players have it like they're somehow wronged by not getting paid in college football. Cause I do. Well here, I, this is, this is the, the, my big thing right now with college football. I love it. I think people that listen to this show know that I love it, but the biggest people, the biggest uh, critics of, change where there would be some sort of comp- like compensation for players the biggest critics of those are uh athletic directors coaches the people at the top who are making millions of dollars off this sport the the people that run the NCAA um they are their salaries are outrageous and they are benefiting off the back, so just a business structure where the workforce makes gets a scholarship, and the people lording over the top of it are making millions and millions of dollars. Not to mention all like the bull kickbacks and parties and all that shit that they get on top of that. That just seems a little shady to me. I'm not saying that we are giving, um that will give Wilton Spate like a $4 million contract to play quarterback at Michigan next year. I'm saying, why can't he have a couple thousand dollars stipend to like make a little money, have some freedom and also to be able to benefit off their likenesses. I don't see why they shouldn't be able to sell their autographs or, you know, be in the video game or whatever. Right. Well, I think I, I would say the reason why they can't do that is because then you'll just have boosters who will pay a million dollars for the autograph, and that's how teams will be good. Well, they already do that. Sure, but they already just—they already do that. Yeah, but if you just make it completely fine, I think if you made all that fine, if you if you just lifted all those rules, I think you would just kill college football. You would just kill it. There would just be 
20 teams that could compete and nobody else. That's Nobody else would have a chance. They're already there. How many teams have a realistic shot at winning a national championship? There's 128 in the game. So you automatically have to lop off everybody that's not in the Big Ten, ACC, SEC, Big 12, and Pac-12. So that's roughly 65 to 70 teams. So everybody below that, half of everybody in Division One will never, ever win a national championship. And then you take off the bottom half of every league because Rutgers and Vanderbilt and uh, Arizona and Kansas, they're like teams like that at the bottom aren't aren't they don't have the facilities or the um, uh, institutional uh, gump to want to win. Uh, so you have you have I think maybe five teams in the Power Five divisions that have um, that have the invested interest enough to actually get to a point where they can compete on an Alabama level. So, I mean, saying that you like that we're going to give players a little bit of stipend isn't going to change that that much. What it could do is is take the Power 5 and make it its own thing. So you you separate it Power 5, then you have the rest of Division 1 and it, and its own thing and then they have a and then maybe they can have a national championship. Yeah, but that just makes it. I don't know. I get it, but yeah, but and also we're we're only talking football yeah. then, or yeah. basketball probably. Yeah, basketball it would have makes to be. Money. It would it be would only ha- the sports that make money. It would have to be a situation where, um, we have to respect Title Nine because it's it's good to give these opportunities to everybody. But football can't be included in in that discussion. It just it's a you know. It's a completely different thing, right, or something like that. I don't know. I just still, I'm, I just, I don't just think it's as cut as dry. Like, no, I, I don't d- think they're totally. I, I just don't think it's I, as exploitive as it's made out to be. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. I, th- it can be in instances. It can be because uh, kids are led away from more challenging majors. In some cases, like North Carolina, like extreme cases, like North Carolina, they're just they're put in phantom classes, you know. That don't actually exist, but I on a, a weirder level, I just I like seeing kids like uh, Minnesota. I completely disagree with why they did it, but it was interesting to see them threaten to boycott their bowl game. Hope I was hoping something like that could have happened for like player union type issues instead of the fact that. 10 people 10 other players got suspended from the bowl game for stemming from allegations of uh sexual abuse. I'm not familiar with this story. Uh well there there was like a a party on campus and I think like a woman got beat up or something. But for who? Minnesota. And their whole team threatened to boycott the bowl game if those 10 players didn't get to play. So if it's the 10 players who were alleged to have done this yeah so it sucks well they they uh the ones that were actually involved there there were some like at the party like the ones that were actually involved uh missed like the first three games of the year or whatever and i believe you know they were acquitted or, or so i don't know all the facts or whatever but they the ones you know most closely involved were punished earlier in the year they were but all they the suspension came down for these ten, and then the whole team said we're not playing if they don't play. 
um, the university avoided that disaster. They, they, the, the kids are going to play the game. The guys are suspended. Everybody's back on board. But I would have liked to see a situation like that um, where a team was like, there's a lot of things unfair about college football. And if you want us to go play this game so ESPN can have something to show at 6 o'clock in the evening on a Tuesday during holiday break, then we want some of that money. Right. And we're not going to play unless you give it to us. That would have been cool. Not for the horrible reason that Minnesota did it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I still, there's still just That's a side great of me that's analysis. Just like, I don't know. The whole, no, I agree. I understand. Everything, yeah. everything everybody does, every job you ever have almost entirely is you're going to be exploited because there's a corporation that's making a huge amount of money. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the thing about the college athletes, uh, if you're a great football player, chances are if you like the only time make, maybe some of these, the majority of them go pro in something other than sports. As right. The advertisements have led me to believe. Sure. But if you're really good, if you're really good, if you're the person who's really drawing a crowd, yeah. you are going to go on and play probably in the NFL and make some money out of this. It's 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 going to be worth it. And I understand that there's people who are making a lot of money off of it. Yes, I know. That's yeah. life. Yeah. Because most of them are getting full tuition also, rides. Most of them full is, tuition is close to like full tuition for the amount of hours that you probably put into it through a year. You're making you're making like yeah. a yeah. salary. That's your right. salary. I don't know but a lot of them come from places where, like, it would be nice to be able to afford to, like, go to a movie and dinner on a Saturday night. And a lot, you know, some of them come from places where that's not allowed just because they get free or not, not not allowed, but not affordable just because they get free college. You know, I'm not saying that we, like, shell out tons of money. I'm just saying let's give them a little, you know, just I something, know, some I comfort. Know. Yeah. I think that just changes everything. But this is also a structure that was invented in like the 1910s, and the difference in college athlete, college athletics from then until now, like, is unbelievable. It was a club. It was like a you know a, a college club of a bunch of guys that went to a school and did. It was you know rec league shit back then. And they just decided to regulate it in certain ways so kids weren't dying, basically. Right. Well, and so you wouldn't have you wouldn't have uh, ringers playing. Yeah. yeah. Um, in well, tennis, not... the majors those used to be amateur yeah. only. Yeah. So like Rod Laver, I think he there's like a span of years where he went professional, so is not able to play in the majors, and so he doesn't have as many majors titles as he would have because. They were only for amateurs. Yeah. Now that's why they're all the opens right. now. They're open to anybody. Yeah. And they can sign crazy Nike deals. Well, yeah, it's not amateurs. Huh. Huh. The Olympic the Olympians can sign crazy Nike deals. That's supposed to be amateurs. It's true. So, like, I don't know. Just, if they want to go if they want to go. If like a baseball player at U of M wants to go, um, you know, uh, and like sh- take pitches at a uh, 
to take pictures from the public at a uh, car lot on a Saturday afternoon for 500 bucks. Why not? Because you know I mean? the reason is because then you'll just have boosters. Yeah. You just make it that much yeah. easier. That's all. I think it's fine. If you want to pay more people to yeah. play professional but sports. I think it's like if you're upfront about it and there's like tax, like taxable documentation because it's legal it's fine now yeah i don't know i I think it's not all you would do is i think you just you'd basically be creating a second nfl you'd 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 end up in a situation where you're paying you'd end up with this other league where you're paying the players and guys who would maybe start for other teams would rather be backups here because you're getting paid who knows Anywho, yeah. anywho, let's move on. Oh, We've been to starry night. The wind is awfully blowing. It is the night of Christ was here. <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, hey, you know what, my. We were going to talk about our list of overused 2016 slam. Sure. Um, you, want me to, you want me to start? You want to yeah, start? Yeah, you start. Okay. Number one on my list of the most overused slang of 2016, number one for me is Frank. Ugh. Like the man's name. Yeah. And it's everywhere. Hey, Frank, was that you who destroyed the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> everywhere I turn. I'm just yeah. one of these kids. It took me a while to even know what it meant. <laughs> so, yeah, Frank, that's on my list. No more. Hey, Frank, did you leave this sandwich in the break room? Yeah. Shit like that. <laughs> yeah, it's no bueno. <laughs> this is our no bueno list. No bueno. No bueno. Yeah. I'm, list- I'm tired of baseball announcers referring to running around the bases as just tickling the sacks. <laughs> <laughs> All of these, they just think it's so cool. Yeah. Like, oh, look at that. He's tickling the sex. Yeah, Mario and Pemba. I can hear him. Oh, and Cabrera hit that one out. It's gone. He's going to tickle in the sex. It's disgusting. It's, it's no bueno. It's no bueno. Um, I got one. This one I heard all the time. It's something Star Wars. I don't know what it means, Andy. Right? What does that mean? I, don't I hear know. it all the time. Always. Star Wars. I hear I heard a little kid. He was like, "Mom, um, my teacher uh, told me to Star Wars." Right? I'm like, what? Mom, told I you got to suspended. Star Wars. I got suspended for school, from school for bringing my Star Wars. Yeah. I'm like, what is that? I don't get it. Me neither. I don't get it. I'm tired of crispy. <laughs> all these, all these, everywhere. I'm sure you've heard it. Oh, this is crispy. Yeah, crispy. <laughs> crispy. The person. I'm tired. I'm tired of it. Oh, that that show was so crispy. Yeah, um, door jam, like that's enough. Yeah. I hear it. I watch a lot of Nickelodeon. See it all the time. Yeah, and it's kids pronounced jamba. Yeah, door jamba. <laughs> jamba. Right. Hey, hey, Bieber. That's enough of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm tired of. Uh, I'm tired of everybody calling LeBron King. Yeah. You know, it's no bueno. It's no bueno. It's no bueno. He's been king for too long. Yeah. Let's get somebody to uh, dethrone him. Yeah. Or maybe a queen. You yeah. know what I mean? You it's know? 2016. How about we get a new king up in the NBA? Yeah. Huh? We need a new king. Huh? Like Judd Bush. I don't know who's the NBA. 
MVP last year. Not the king. Not the Maybe king. Maybe we get rid of the king. Maybe he's gone. Maybe he's gone. He's pretty good. <laughs> Darko Milicic. Are you t- is, are you just saying that? Or is that your next one that you're tired of? I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. What if? What if? Freaking Darko Milicic. If anybody doesn't know, it's the uh, nine and a half foot tall <laughs> ogre. <that laughs> destroyed the Palace of Auburn Hills. Yeah, the Southern European. <laughs> yeah. He's from South Europe. <laughs> he lived in the cellar of an old castle. Yeah, they found him. Joe Dumars. He wasn't even on a he wasn't even on a recruiting trip or anything. He wasn't scouting. He was just No, he accidentally left some raw meat out on a yeah, porch. Joe Dumars was up in the Alps. <laughs> made, made the mistake of putting a stick out front with some raw meat. <laughs> he even was worried about it. He's like, what's that noise? Comes out. What's going on? I am Darko Miracic. Yeah. Yeah. So he signed him, gave him a contract right there. Boom. Who knew ogres couldn't play basketball? I'm telling you. You figure. I look at Shrek and I I think that's a power forward. You remember remember in Darko's first game, he brought those nunchucks? (laughs) Wait, is this real? Oh, God. <laughs> just, it wasn't Nemzak. He just yeah. had like a he just had a club, like a wooden yeah. club that he the, obviously made himself. The knuckles on the other hand were dragging along the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he had a jersey that hung over one shoulder. Yes. <laughs> Wish it was Christmas and a happy, happy new, new year. year. And we'll have a good time Cause there's nothing to fear War is War Those are terrible lyrics. This is a John Lennon song. You know. And it's war is over if you want it. War is over now. Also, get off your fucking, fucking soapbox. High horse. It's a goddamn yeah. Christmas song. You gotta fit war into there, JL. Yeah. And all, <laughs> let me tell you something. Ha- Merry Christmas. Let's hope it's a good one with nothing without any fear. What's the what, who's who's afraid? Also, John it's Lennon. Christmas. You can't. What, he's like trying to bring down the system yeah. while he's doing a sleep in with Yoko yeah. over Get there. Get your dick out of like, Yoko's asshole. I, I'll tell you what. I love John Lennon's music, but this whole idea of him as a revolutionary—it's so annoying. Like, what are you yeah. doing? You're just like talking about love. Good, what good. Riddance. Get out. Whoa. There's. A couple Beatles with terrible Christmas songs. The Paul McCartney one is bad. Oh yeah, what is his? Is the this um, is just like um, actually wait no I like his. I don't. It's I what can't remember it? how how does it go? Uh, Christmas. It's a Paul McCartney <laughs> Christmas. I'm gonna play the piano. I'm gonna marry a one leg dame and then she's gonna nope. Then she used to be a prostitute, right? right? Something like that. His wife. Yeah. Not Linda. She's sweet. Oh. 
His is the one that's like, the time is right. Oh, yeah. The feeling's tight. And simply having a wonderful Christmas time. We're simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Ain't no war. <laughs> There's no fear. John Lennon sucks. <laughs> the John Lennon Paul McCartney beef. beef. Everybody remembers that beef. Ridge. That's the OG beef. OG beef. Yeah. Broke up the best band of ever. It's actually not true. You know what the OG beef is? Mozart. Cain and Abel. Oh. <laughs> Mozart v. Bach. Oh, yeah. That's the OG beef. Those guys hated each other. You go back and listen to a couple of their yeah. songs. Concerto number seven, Mozart's just yeah. dropping fucking dimes on him. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> hey, Bach, nice mustache, you hippie. Yeah. Did you hear that? You deaf motherfucker. <laughs> Does George Harrison have a Christmas song? Oh. Wow, my... Does Ringo? Oh, God. Ew. Peace and love. Peace and love. Is that a good Ringo? Yeah. Do I have to work on it? Peace and love. Peace and love. I am Beatles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He he has a song called I Want to Be Santa Claus. I don't even know if that's original or what. Ringo? Yeah. Oh, boy. I want to be Santa Claus. Ringo Starr, I am. <laughs> he's, he's like got a Yoda. Good life, dude. It's a dope life. Yeah, and he's a great drummer. Is he really? He is. He's a really good drummer. He's better than uh, Pete Best or whatever. Oh, that guy, the original drummer. Yeah. Oh, here it is. All right, Ringo. Oh man, no, he's Claus. <laughs> Wait, I want to be Santa Claus. That's not what Santa Claus does. I want to be Santa. I want to get all the toys. Yep. That's a bad Santa. Yeah. You got to give those things out. Um, What's your favorite Christmas song? Oh, I already sang. uh, um, Last Christmas, you gave me my. Wait, I gave you my heart, and the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears. I gave it to someone special. Special. I had the manliest Christmas song. What's a Tannenbaum? A ta- uh, they are a family from New York that the kids showed a lot of promise. Tannenbaums. <laughs> I don't know that. Oh, Tannenbaum. Oh, Tannenbaum. You have Tannenbaums. So <laughs> deeply. I don't know what a Tannenbaum is. Um, it's not Jingle Bells? Oh, oh, jingle no, bells! Christmas oh, tree. oh, Christmas tree! Oh, Christmas tree! You Why are so you scary. <laughs> we already did this one. <laughs> at me. It's a holly jolly <laughs> Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Hey, good jolly bottle You know, I was actually looking up a song. You know, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, so there's a part where he's just like talking about all the cool stuff you get to do during the holidays. There'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for roasting, and caroling out in the snow. There'll be scary ghost stories. What? <laughs> Tales from the- Nobody tells ghost stories on Christmas. They should. What are you doing, Andrew Williams? Andy Williams. Oh, there you <laughs> but- go. 
I like I how many times have you heard that song and you've just Never moved past the yeah, fact that no. he talks about how everybody's telling tell each other ghost, ghost stories <laughs> at Christmas. Nobody's telling me ghost stories. I've right? not ever. That's once, not one of my traditions. Never once heard a ghost story on Christmas, what was that? except for the Carol one. But that's not scary. That's a lesson. It's a lesson. That's a life lesson. Yeah, the ghosts of Christmas past and present and such. Presidents. The ghosts of Christmas, Christmas presidents. presidents. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Freaking. <laughs> I was about to say Howie Long. <laughs> Everybody remembers Howie Long, the ghost of. I think Howie Long's alive, right? He must be. I think so. I'm not even gonna bother there looking it up. Just it would have been. It would, it would be uh, shocking if he wasn't. Do you remember? Unless the, he was one of those like CTE people. No, because he's, he's not on TV anymore, is he? That's what I mean. Like, that's how that's how my brain works. Yeah. People who are on TV, if they're no longer on TV, must be must dead. be dead. Do you remember he was in that action movie? No. Dude, he was in a movie. How long? Let's see. Nah, he's still good. Okay. He was in a movie. Let me find the movie. The, t- the like, um, in the preview, though, this is no joke. Action goes long. <laughs> Howie long. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love, I love good Firestorm. When a, when a tagline is that. Just fire. Yeah. Action goes <laughs> long. long. Howie Long. Howie Long. <laughs> Which is, it is pretty great because it's, his name is Howie Long. Also, he's a football player. And they go long. So he was trying to be like uh, an Arnold type. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, That's always fun to me. Like uh, Hulk tried to do that. Yeah, the hoaxster. He was in a few movies. He's in a few but movies. It a few makes ta- more sense Shaq. for Shaq. It makes more sense for a wrestler, though. Yeah. Like that is you're well, you at, are an actor. Look at the Rock. My God, he's doing pretty well for he himself. Is. He's a good actor. He is. He has. He has a lot of charisma. Yeah, he pops. He, yeah, and he I, he looks like uh, your favorite food. He looks like a sausage that like somebody <sighs> tried to put too much meat into it's the true. casing and it's about to burst. I do love sausage. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for Fast Eight. <sighs> uh, excuse me, the fate of the Furious. I'm not. Oh, you got? Have I you ever given them a chance, Pedro? I, I don't care. Enough. They're so good. I don't think so. Unironically, I love them. A lot of people do. Yeah, I'm not a big action movie guy. I'm not sitting there watching, watching. Uh, um, I can't even. Th- what was the last big action, big action movie came out? Face Off. I'm not somebody. Black Swan. <laughs> I'm not somebody. You know, with a big old face tum- off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not lining up to see Face Off, or um, Over the Top, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, actually, over man, the, the CGI really cool. and over the top <laughs> that, that really ruins it. I love that is a fun movie too because there's just all those they are they're like WWF people that are about to arm wrestle him and they're all just like screaming in his <laughs> face. There's one guy like his shtick is that he like chugs a whole bottle of motor oil before he goes up and arm motor wrestling. oil. <laughs> yeah, but, man, yeah. that cannot be good for you. Can't be good. <laughs> That'll give you the shits. Yermir yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yager's 400 years old. Still playing. Yeah. How about that? That was very surprising. 
when you told me that he is still yeah. in the league. He was in my first NHL. I had NHL hockey, which was is very prob yeah, very popular uh, hockey popularized in it the, the hit been, film Mallrats. Yeah, it and yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I he it was his second year. The year I had was ninety one, ninety two for that season. And I used to be the Penguins because they were the best team because they had Yager and uh, Mario Lemieux. Yeah, and he's still friggin' playing. That's forty four years old. That's and still crazy playing well. Yeah. It, like, not like he used to. No. He's... He had 27 goals last yeah. year. And they don't this score is, goals like they used to. 27 is a ton of goals this in is this like, NHL. This has to be way longer than, like, Brett Favre played football, right? Oh, for sure. Because I mean, he started around the same time. He wasn't, like, significantly... He didn't play a ton in the eight. No. Oh, I think he started in the 90s. That's crazy. Like... That's how long somebody's career at like a bank lasts. Yeah, Chris Chelios. I mean, I mean, in the NHL, I guess it's it's more common than other sports because Chris Chelios he lasted a long time. Gordy Howe played till he was like eighty. Um, Mort Anderson, I think, played football for thirty years. Mort Krim. Mort, but he was a Mort Krim. Mort Mort Anderson was a kicker. Mort Krim was a. Like news anchor, I think. Mort Anderson, nicknamed the Great Dane. Ninety-one was Brett Favre's first season, so he played for a long time. Yeah, yeah, but no, yeah. Wait, ninety? What'd you say? Ninety-one? Ninety-one? Because he nineteen ninety was his last year at Southern Miss. Actually, so he probably would have been in the NFL in oh. nineteen ninety then, right? No, no, yeah. no. Football, college, and you. Yeah, you get drafted the year. That you you get drafted in like April and you play that year. Okay. Wow. But yeah, so it's crazy. He just Yarmy uh, Yager. Reason I bring him up is he just tied Mark Messier's or just passed Mark Messier's second in points. Um, but Wayne Gretzky is first and will never be beat. Wow. So Wayne Gretzky Anderson, stats are. Crazy. <laughs> I was curious because Mort Anderson. I I he played. He was a kicker in the NFL for 33 seasons. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. That's so long. Wait, how old was he when he retire, retired? He would have been... He he was drafted in 82, and he retired in 2007. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Uh... I don't know why. I just pulled up Wayne Gretzky's stats real quick, just because they're always crazy. He had a year he scored 92 goals one year. And it's an 82-game season. So that's yeah. more than... He played in 80 games that season, scored 92 goals. That's crazy. 92 goals. Yeah. How about that? That's a lot. That's a lot. But uh, hey, hey, buddy, we're... we're yeah, we're we've been well over an hour. We've man. been dicking around for a while. Yeah, it's been a fun one though. Uh, yeah, I, I had a it. lot of fun talking about uh, Darko. <laughs> <laughs> Darko Milicic. Um, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. We gotta, we gotta take him out on a good one. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I re- depleted all my Christmas song knowledge. What else do we got? Uh, oh, come all ye faithful. Joyful and triumphant, or Jesus is here again, he's and he's a little mad. He's so vengeance upon us. 
because we killed him on the cross. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's been fun. Merry Christmas.